What's up, everybody? This is the podcast known as Two Nerdy Black Guys. I'm one of the nerdy black guys. My name is David, David Majors. I'm also known as DJM on the internet because those are my initials. And I'm not very creative or very smart or very talented. But the other nerdy black guy is, he's the guy you're here for, uh, from DKG Welp at Drunk Kids Gaming, photographer extraordinaire and all-around internet haberdashery superstar, King Kaz, Mr. Brandon Cooper. What's up, Kaz? I'm a hat man? Okay. Uh, I'm good. You, you How do are wear you, hats. Buddy? You do wear hats. I do, I guess, yeah. It's mostly to hide the, the balding, but you know. Oh, t- tell me about it. <laughs> Don't I know about that? <laughs> yeah. But no, uh yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything I don't have any good transition from that weird introduction. Well, what what's happening, Mr. Cooper? It's it's been a little bit since we've done this show. What's happening? Yeah, fucking uh life, new jobs, uh Yeah. You, you do have a new job. What's what's happening? T- t- tell me about that. So, just I don't know. It's just a job. It's like it, there's nothing special. There's literally no like great thing to talk about or or introduce. It's it's literally just a job. It's a show up, do it, and leave. Um, You've had a lot of those deal. over the years. For over the ten years we've been doing this podcast, yeah, you've had a lot I've of tried, those. I've tried, but I've always had the ones where they. They expect a little too much for the amount that they pay you. So it's always ended up way more that's frustrating America, than it dude. needs to be. Yeah, that's that America is. in 2018. Um, but I decided to, to – and, and I'm not going to mention the name of the place because I'm going to say things. But I decided to uh, enter a dying industry of, of retail. So, oh, I thought you were going to talk about like, wait, you're working for a newspaper? No. <laughs> They saw these papers, though. Um, but yeah, no, I just it's it's nice, it's calm. I don't have a lot of shit to worry about. I, I are, are you working I, in the the same place that uh, a mutual friend of ours works? I I have no idea. <laughs> uh, our mutual friend, uh, who you also do a podcast with about Asian stuff, are are you working in the same? Type of place is no. him. No. No? Okay. Right. No. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. So, so right. just... Well, but, uh, I, the, the I thing will about... say... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You first. No, I, I'm just going to say, I'm still at Ford. I'm, I'm still there. Nice. The, the, the local mom and pop shop. That is also <laughs> one of the largest multinational companies on the planet i mean that's good like i i i i don't know it, it, it's been the struggle for me to ever find a place that i want to stay as a as a job because i've never settled on a career so like that's why i've never that's why i've never taken like quote can unquote I, a real job can i say something Mm-hmm. Even though we're we're just about the same age, I'm starting to realize like that is totally a millennial thing. <laughs> it's totally a millennial thing where like I have so many friends that yeah. are that all have retail jobs and 
they either stay in that one store for eternity or they just bounce from retail job to retail job. And Mm -hmm. because for whatever reason, I guess that that's, that's good enough for them because for me, for me, it's more, some of them, some of them are like you. Some of them are like you where, that job is just a job to where they have some income. And yeah. th- there are other people that have those jobs and they stay there. I don't yeah. know whether it's just because they don't really seek anything else. And as a matter of fact, I know a lot of a lot of people that I know that have retail jobs. They really don't seek anything else at all. They They just kind of do that retail job because it's just... Enough for them to play video games f- with their life. Yeah, that that for a long time probably was it. Now it's just kind of been. I don't. I don't want to. I, I just haven't wanted to lock into something in the last few years where I could have, where I wouldn't then want to do that a year later. You know what I mean? So. It's been the 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 get your shit together period, and I, I, I've had that, and I've done that, and now I'm a little more settled on on the things I want to do, and I'm pursuing them a bit more. So, which means you're you're not in the other category of a lot of people that I know, where they just they just get that job, and they just they're either still living at home, or they're living with roommates, or whatever, and they're just kind of there. And they're just kind mm-hmm. of, and this is going to sound disparaging, but I don't mean it to be, but they're just kind of floating along. It's kind mm-hmm. of how, what they're doing. Yeah. Like I, I've noticed that at least in our age group and a few years younger, that's definitely a thing to get just a, a halfway no, decent it's... retail job and just kind of float through life. And, and for I me, that was, something... that's something that was never in consideration was never a possibility. And I'm finding more and more that people that are more as how I'm inclined are dwindling because I, I know I joined the military, I went to school, I, I was able to build a career for myself. I'm finding more and more that I'm way in the minority as time has gone on. And and I just find it fascinating I don't... because I, I guess I guess for me I, I see a, a lot of people that I know uh, over the years that have retail jobs and they stay in that field and I really wonder about if they want to do something else. And from from what I've seen and what I've heard, a lot of times the answer is kind of not really, which is even more fascinating to me because I've always, even as a little kid, I know I wanted to do stuff and do interesting things and I never really thought about having a job like that. So it's something that I, I find fascinating to have something like that where it's to have a job that's just a job, you know? That's well, yeah, but I, I, 
I think you also have to understand for for a lot of people in in those positions. And this is the thing I find because I used to think like you, even though I was one of those people, that people do it, and then so 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 here here's my mix for people. Right, there is the ones that not not in a bad way, and then once again, I'm I'm I I feel like you. I'm saying something I don't mean. In, in a bad way, but it's probably going to come across in a bad way. Um, I, I find a lot of people don't know, <laughs> don't know how to grow up. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they, absolutely. And, and like I said, I don't mean that in a bad way. And I don't, I don't well, I, mean, and I completely understand what you're saying because I see a lot of it. I see a yeah. lot of that. They and and I say it's just it's just the world around us being very ill prepared for for more people entering it. Like one, pe- like people get locked in partially to the 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 things around them and their communities around them, and I think sometimes with jobs, jobs kind of become have become a secondary thing right so where before people's careers and people's jobs used to be a driving force for everything now with the way people live it's the things that they do right we have a lot of things things you can do with your time that are more your driving force right it doesn't it doesn't cost as much money to go travel the world for a few months here or there. It uh, not not as much as it used to. You know what I mean? Like, there you, you have people that will, you know, and, and it it depends on on also your level of of comfort. Like, you have people that will work for a period of time and then go somewhere for a couple months and then come back and just continue that cycle. And that'll be their life. Like there are people who live like that. I've come across people like that. Um, you come across people like you, you come across the other side of, of people like us who are in the content creator world. Right. And it's not, always meant to be their career but they like spending a lot of time on that so the the main source of income for them is is just a secondary thought because a lot of their primary focus goes to like content creating things and stuff like that so they want to spend that, more that's time all being well able and to good focus on that and i can understand that to a certain degree and check it out everybody djm's about to start projecting when your content creation gets to the point where you really don't see any kind of income in the future and you're banking on the idea that eventually this is going to work out and go somewhere but it just never does well, when well, do you see. when do you when do you start looking elsewhere when do you start saying to yourself okay this really isn't working out the way that i expected it to it might be time for me to apply my energy elsewhere but but you're saying that based on somebody wanting that to be their career path what i'm saying is career paths for people aren't always a thing anymore people are just there are people who are just content living life 
so the the career so to speak having having a job you can be proud of so to speak isn't always a thing for people people don't care about those things there are people who just don't care about that so they take what what some people would call a shitty retail job and they work it and they do it and then they come home and they focus on on being a really cool instagram artist or being you know a really fun streamer but they're they're not doing it necessarily for the monetary value of it there are people that do and then there are people who live those those same lifestyles on the other side of the coin and they're doing that same exact thing but they're they're trying to turn that into a career they're trying to make that the monetary value of it and you have people that live on the border right you have people who are on that precipice constantly of like well i make i i i make some money but not enough money so i have this job that equals me out because i haven't hit that overturn you know in in streaming as a career but but it there i have a balance you know like i work i work a job three or four days a week every other day is spent streaming and my money equals out and to a certain extent i'm fine with that but i'm gonna push more towards streaming than i am towards a career goal or a a perceived career goal um I get what you're saying. I I get what you're com- where you're coming from on this, but I, I'm this makes me think about the numbers, and th- this brings me back to something we've talked about in the past and how a lot of our generation and younger, uh, more and more are not living independently, and whether it's through roommates or staying at home with their families. It's getting more and more and older and older that people are not living independently. And I have lived independently almost completely since I was 18. Uh, 19, really, 18 and a half. Um, Aside from a few spots here and there. So this is something that's always kind of been foreign to me uh it it wasn't so much of kind of the old school idea of you know your family kicks you out of the house when you turn 18 uh it, it was a little bit of that but it was also me saying i desperately want to live independently and kind of do something for myself and do you think that's dwindling that that desire to really live independently and and live one's own life without any kind of restrictions or boundaries do you think that's dwindling too um i don't think it's dwindling i just think it's changed right so so i i found i initially found the concept foreign of of um kind of like i don't know i I've, I've initially found that concept for and it's because i come from a different generation but having it explained to me as like i people who and 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 of the roommate clause right have roommates that have the same lifestyle as them and 
have the same like perceived goal notions as them like if if there are goals like is is still independent in a sense and and has that freedom in a sense it's just different you know and i i i'm all for people as i'm all for people living in their their comfort zone like if if i i find it like oh if if it is like we all live together you know some some people full-time stream some people part-time stream but we we all understand each other's shit it's fun for us to live together it works for us to live together we can live in a bigger space than having to live in a smaller space on smaller money um we we help each other out and and do shit like that like kind of create this sense of a family unit like why why like because there are people who would question you as to like why put all that stress on yourself to live independently when you could find like-minded people to live with you and then have saved more money like there there are that's people a totally who have, fair question that that's absolutely you know, fair like so i i just i don't know i don't i don't question those things it's it's just different like times have changed and shit is different it is different it absolutely is and on some points I can see the other side of it. All of the things you described, thinking, going back to the numbers and, and, and dollars and cents to it, sure, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, but it really does come down to the individual or, or the group. And, and I completely understand that. And what you said about your point was completely, completely fair. But I, I'm... Like I said, I'm fascinated by, I guess I'm fascinated more by the the people out there that don't really have, it's like you said earlier, the people that are just living life. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like, for me, <laughs> there's, I have the mindset where I feel like I want to do 10,000 things that all make me excited. Like I'm I'm never content and I'm never satisfied. That that's just kind of how my brain works. I'm I'm always trying to try four or five different things. And for me, I see and know people that really do just kind of and this is going to sound bad, they just kind of exist. And mm-hmm. they just kind of, they're, they're okay with just kind of existing. And, yeah. it, it and was, that was a foreign I, concept I know to that, me too. That for me, like, I, I know that I sound like the crazy one because to me that <laughs> sounds insanely tedious and dull. But I know now that's more people than than me. And I mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. Like one of the one of the like greatest examples of that to me was the other day I was I was because I, I oddly enough got back into like uh, paying attention to the skateboard universe and 
um, there was this interview with this this person who who was like at kind of not the forefront, but but in the in the bigger era of the 90s and, and early 2000s of skateboarding. And they were asking her, like, why she never really made that push to go pro, even though in an era where there weren't a lot of girls skateboarding and, and doing all this stuff, she was winning competitions and, and you know, like becoming really popular and having all this other stuff. Um, and she very specifically said in the, in the interview, it was just like, for me, I only liked skating and, and I, you know, like I was, I was good, but like, for me, it, it became more stress. Like it, it became more stress to constantly do competitions, to constantly try to be good and like do all that where all I were really the only thing I wanted to do was go skate with my friends and and live that lifestyle of going to different places and skating and having fun with my friends, like doing contests and, and making skateboarding videos like was too stressful, you know, like See, living that lifestyle through skateboarding was just not what you I wanted. just enlightened me to something because mm -hmm. there's a streamer that I follow. She's an Overwatch streamer. And she's she's pretty decent. She, she's pretty good. Uh, and I've said to her, just on Twitter and chat and whatever, like, hey, why don't you, you ever think about the Overwatch League? And she said the exact same thing. She says that, and you see this a lot with a lot of people that stream or whatever, that are really, really good at the game they play. And mm -hmm. given how esports is becoming bigger and bigger, uh, you'll see streamers or people that are really good at video games just in general, they're not really all about the idea of playing high-level competition because of the stress level and, and everything that goes into it. So you're you're really making a lot of sense for me right now with what yeah. you're saying. I mean, I mean, one of the biggest examples of that in that realm is... is uh, the guy shroud who was a professional counter-strike player right like he he went from being a pretty decent streamer to being a really popular esports player and then is now a really popular streamer and quit playing professionally and it wasn't it wasn't the stress for him he was just like everything else around it wasn't what he wanted he was like he liked the competition he liked playing against people who were better and all these things, but he just didn't like everything else. He didn't like the travel. He didn't like having to do the interviews. He didn't like, you know, the, the amount of time that they had to spend practicing or doing other stuff. Like he's like, he got into it initially cause he loved the competition of it and it was fun, but it got more and more serious. And there was this, this, this need to win and this need to do good. And, and all these other things. And he was like, those were the, the parts that stressed him out. He was like, it was never, because other people said, like, have have said the the competition and and that kind of stress, and he was like, he never had that stress. He just didn't enjoy everything else around it, right? He was like, it was this thing that was super fun, and and he enjoyed, but but there was all these other factors involved that created stress around that, and that that to me was like just a foreign concept. I was like, I I don't understand not wanting to be the best 
in competition because like that that's what it is for me um but everyone's different you know like every everyone is just different so i i feel like people just people they're just people who just want to live life and and i've i've just you gotta let people do them there are people that want to just live life and there's a, a mantra that I've always kind of had in, in my mind, and that was to strive for excellence. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to see if I can rattle out some, some indoctrination that I had from, from back in the day. Integrity first, service before self, excellence in all that we do. A- and that that's some indoctrination that, that I had bore into my brain uh, when I was still uh, in uniform. But... Striving for excellence was something that always kind of stuck with me. And just living was never an idea of mine. So for years and years and years and years, especially into my adult life, it was always going to as many conventions as possible, trying as many games as possible, watching as much anime as as I could stand. I wanted to do all of the things as much as I could because I just have, I have that desire to strive for excellence that I guess a lot mm-hmm. of people don't have. And God, that, that sounds like a humble brag and I hate that. And I'm sorry, everybody, but I, I feel like I just, I guess I just like going for going for big things. I guess, I guess that's yeah. what I wanted. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like there, there's, the nothing like or I don't know I don't I don't I don't find that to be a problem like even for me now right trying to to find my way into doing photography as a career right it, it initially started out where it's like I just want to take pictures and that's all I really want to do and that's and and to a certain extent that's still all I really want to do and and I'm trying to find my way into this thing by circumventing turning it like having to open my own studio and do all these other things which like everything i'm doing is leading down that path and it's just like god that's not what i want to do god that's not what i want to do you don't want your own studio no i don't i I legitimately don't um wow that, that is so fascinating to me um but it's like if it, if it's something I have to do, then I'll, I'll do it, you know. But it's just it's not the thing that would drive. That's not the thing that would drive me. You know what I mean? Like, I I just I I just want to take really good pictures. <laughs> like, I want to take really good pictures. I like photo contests, like real photo contests, not these ones that have been popping up more and more recently that are uh, pretty much. Uh, EA Sports sponsored photo contests, which is just means uh, uh, pay to win. But you know, I, I I like competing at things. I like that. I like looking at other people's work and, and perceiving what they did to, to do it. You know, their their excellence in their work. You know what I mean? Like but I do I do want to find a way to make it a career. But you know, it's it's hard outside of starting your own studio <laughs> so but it's it's one of those things that that i'm okay doing if i have to i feel like the idea of starting my starting a photography studio sounds really cool 
It really, really does. But yeah, again, I'm the guy that's. Me. But I'm the guy that's always like, oh, go for, go for the top. That, that that's me though. Like I, I mm-hmm. would start a studio. Wait. I would hand out business cards everywhere. I would go all out with getting as many sessions as I possibly could. I, I would I would rent out some space like tomorrow. But but again, that that's me, and that's not you. And and mm. what I'm saying is like, I love hearing the point of view of saying you Kaz that is not something that you're interested in and I love hearing your insight about it oh I don't know why this is just such a weird transition to me but but speaking of of like living living life uh I haven't been to an a anime convention i've been to cons I've, I've been to events but i haven't been to an anime convention in going on almost two years now dang um and it's getting to me it's getting to me like legitimately like i need i need an anime con like well hard I, i'm about to do the midwest crazy thing that that is here mm-hmm. in the Midwest, where Anime Central and Colossal Con, uh, Anime Central in Chicago, Colossal Con in Sandusky, Ohio, they're yeah. about two weeks apart. But uh, our buddy Catherine is coming back to the U.S., and we're gonna do both, Kaz. Um, I've been talk. I've been trying to talk to people. Um. I think a lot of people said they're doing Colossal Con. I don't know if I can do both because I'm already I'm already locked into doing um, Vegas in a couple of weeks with because a lot of the DKG kids want to go to. I'm gonna throw one at you in a minute. Event. I'm gonna throw um, one at you in a second. Yeah. The, the Frog Pants event is happening in Vegas, so they want to do that. I just kind of want to go to Vegas. Like, I, I did the Vegas thing last time we went to Vegas. I literally, this time, I just want to go sightsee and and take photos. So that's what I'm going to do with my whole weekend in Vegas. Um, and then there's TwitchCon at the end of the year, which I'm, I'm going to go to and, and hang out with people. Um... So like those are the two things I'm already locked into. So I'm just I'm trying to fit an anime convention in here somewhere. And I just I need it. I need it in my life. I want it and I desire it. Well then let me throw one at you, Kaz. There is one particular convention that I know quite a few of the anime podcast buddies that I've acquired in recent times do go to. And that, sir. Is Anime Weekend Atlanta? Yeah, it's, Atlanta has some some good shit. It, it really does. Uh, Atlanta is definitely one of my my favorite cities. Uh, also, Anime Weekend Atlanta. It's in September, which is pretty close to your boy DJM's birthday. So <laughs> it would kind of also be a a birthday con for for the kid from the Motor City. So I, I I want to plant, sprinkle the thought of Anime Weekend Atlanta in your head in September of this year. 
only rough thing about about that is TwitchCon is in October. Mm. Okay. All right. I I won't I won't press it, but but I am sprinkling that in your. I, I just want to sprinkle that like a like a spot of Parmesan cheese. <laughs> and I don't I don't want to do the crazy flight plan that I did like three years ago or four years ago where I did like anime. I think I did Chicago. I did something else. Like I flew like four times that year. Oh, I like, remember that. Yeah, and I hate planes, dude. So. <laughs> That, that's another thing where I definitely know that I'm I'm an anomaly because I love traveling and I love flying and I love no planes. I love traveling I love planes I, like, it's the stupid thing right I and, love and you traveling want, you want to know an even weirder thing I love airports I love airports you know what you know what I used to hate airports but over over time I've I've come to just accept them and like them and 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 look at them as entities of their own and i mean every time i go to a new one i'm like oh what do you have that that is different? you want to walk around Ooh. you want to walk around <laughs> see what the airports have see what kind of restaurants they have see what kind of stores mm-hmm. they have see what kind of cool local touristy stuff that they sell you want to see that stuff when you when you look through airports wherever you yeah. go i can say for certain some of the best airports i've been to uh, are charlotte north carolina and denver colorado okay. the place not the man and th- i know people hate traveling they hate airplanes they hate airports because of the way you, you know, but not you me. know what i think the problem is here one one people don't get to the airport early enough right that's number one. Um, people get there at like the last possible second and then they have to get through TSA and they have to get to their fucking gate and they're stressing and they're like, oh, man. Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. Oh, the airport sucks. No. You know who sucks? You fucking suck. Me, your boy over here. I get to the airport like not I, I don't always get there the two hours early. I try to. I at least make sure I get there an hour early before my flight. And then two. Not saying everyone needs to do this, but I have TSA pre-check. So I get to go to the short TSA line. Nice. And I am, I am a lovely, lovely TSA pre-check person. Part of the other reason I have that shit is because I always carry goddamn unnecessary amounts of technology. And that going through the scanner just makes people look at you. <laughs> um but but it's lovely now that I have TSA pre-check because the lady just grabs my bag and she goes, what's in here? And I'm like, camera equipment. And she'll be like, okay, what else? And I'm like, well, I took my laptop out. It's over there. She's like, okay, cool. Like, that's the last two times. Whereas before I had TSA pre-check and I had to wait in a long, giant line. And the last time my bag got taken out, I had to open it up, show them it was camera equipment. And they were like, oh, okay, fine. And, you know cool but now that i have tsa pre-check they know they already know that i'm not a goddamn threat i paid 50 dollars, bro to not be a threat <laughs> so i'm not a threat that's not it's, nearly it's as much as i thought it would be to to not be a threat yeah no no so it's 50 dollars for five years for pre-check and i think it's like a couple hundred bucks for for global but but global only really matters if you're going to be going through um customs a lot so because i'm not going to be going through customs a lot i just got pre-check 
Oh, good for you, Kaz. Uh, yeah. I feel like every airline everywhere always says two hours early. Yeah. It comes to a certain like, point where the the airport and the airline are not the problem. Sometimes, as we all do in life, sometimes we've got to look in the mirror and say, hey, maybe I need to do better. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what it is. Maybe I need to get my people, uh, whether they're screaming toddlers millennials with depression maybe i just need to get their asses to the airport earlier and yeah, just no, you get do. them through the tsa take take off your shoes ahead of time and oh, just, i don't just, have to take my shoes off anymore either That's well great. nice that is so awesome <laughs> so cool and but yeah for for everyone else just take off your shoes ahead of time and go earlier they tell like, you even this. The, they tell you even this. when I didn't have pre-check. When I made it around that line, I'd look at the TSA guy. I'm like, "Hey, can I grab two buckets now?" And I'd step out of line, grab my buckets, and then wait for an opening. Go put my shit on the conveyor belt. Put my bags on the conveyor belt. Send that shit through. Wait for the guy to be like, "Come through the thing." I go through the thing. They'd be like, mm, "Go through again." Okay, go through again. All right, you're good. Okay, cool. Grab my shit. Move off to the fucking side my shit back on put get my shit back together get my laptop in back in my bag get my shoes on get my belt on if i have a belt and then bring the little buckets back put them back where you're supposed to put them and then you're great because one you're not in the fucking way you're not causing the person behind you to also have to wait for your ass to get the fuck out of the way so now they can't get their shit and then when they get their shit now they're in the way of the next person and now there's two people who are waiting you know like Fuck that. Just move off to the side. There's usually chairs right there and all kinds of other shit. You you don't have to be that motherfucker who's in the way. Like, just think about how to do it. Just think think about other people. Don't we all and know then, this by now? And then no, if you're there that two hours ahead of time. No, people don't. Because um, because you, you just said think about other people and a lot of people don't fucking do that and it's it's a fucking no, problem. It's a it's a it's a foreign concept. Um but yeah, so I usually do that, and then that hour for me that I'm there at the airport early. Like I said, not always there two hour early, two hours early, but it's like, oh, my flight doesn't take off for another forty five minutes. I'm gonna walk around, check shit out, see what there is in here. Oh, that's cool. That's cool too. Great. Mm, interesting. This is a lovely fucking place. <laughs> like, it's great when you do that type of stuff. And then if if you're nice enough, the other thing I found out, sometimes if you're nice enough and you're flying on a a nice airline, you could be like, hey, uh, my flight doesn't take off for 45 minutes. And they're like, oh, we have a lounge. And you're like, oh, I'm not flying business class or first class. And they're like, oh, well, there's really nobody in here. Go ahead. And then you get to sit in a nice ass lounge until your plane takes off. Or if you've got that 45 minutes to an hour and you're in a decently sized airport, you can take a look around and see all these cool restaurants that you've never been to before and you might want to try. Mm-hmm. That too. Don't be a, ooh, don't be a basic bitch and just go to McDonald's, you loser. Here, and then here's the thing, right? People, then people are going to say to you, DJM, right? Or they're going to say to us, what do I do about my bag? One, one, right? You could do one or two things. 
not be a fuck ass and pack so much shit that you don't that carrying your bag is a hindrance or two, bring a nice little cable tie, tie your bag to a fucking chair, go on about your business. Um, they're great. See, I would just say carry your fucking bag and shut up. Well, no, yeah, 100%, 100% of the time I say carry your fucking bag and shut the fuck up. But, like, I, I like to give people options. You know, I, I, I like to be that guy. Give, give people a little option. Well, I, I normally be that way, but I'm, I'm at the point, Kaz, nowadays with... Th- there is something that is really irritating me recently, and it is the people that do not have a grasp of the world around them like they mm-hmm. they they exist so volcanically inside of themselves they don't realize that they're that they exist in a world and in a society with people yeah like no i, yes, I know what you mean you are going to have to carry your bag why Shut the fuck up and carry your bag. This is not a question that needs to be asked. It's not funny. That's you know, you know. I I don't know what other way to say this, Kaz, but there are a lot of people out there who are seriously lacking in like emotional intelligence and just kind of understanding of society around them like and not not even like in the in the way that they they just don't care and they're assholes but in the way that they just don't know like they just have no understanding of of things around them and I, i used to be a bit more patient with that but i'm i'm turning into an old man now and I'm finding people that just can't, to continue the analogy, that can't grasp the idea of just holding on to your bag in the airport and just knowing to show up two hours early if you can. The people that just don't get those things. Yeah. I'm really, really reaching. I mean, but they're great. I'm, I love them. <laughs> I'm, I'm reaching for my metal baseball bat. I'm, I'm getting there with with those people chase them off your lawn i'm getting there i'm i'm i am turning into an old man with people that can't the people that say i can't human or i don't know how to human i'm i'm reaching Mm -hmm. that point where i'm saying you better fucking learn how to human or i'm going to get my metal baseball bat and give you a lesson It's, I, it's just, yeah, no, I, 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 I can't, I can't salvage this one. I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting very frustrated with awkward people because after a certain point, you, you, you learn things by osmosis. You should learn how to human by osmosis and by experience. Just if you keep your fucking ears and eyes open. Yeah, but they can't. It's too much effort. I, that that's it is not an excuse to keep your eyes and your ears open, and and be in the world. It, that that's not effort 
That's not difficult. I'm sorry, Cass. I, I was, I was, I was getting a little heated. I'm okay now. I'm all right. Yeah. Hmm? Go ahead. Skype got Skype got all squirrely on me there for a second. Um, well, then m- maybe Skype is is telling us that it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap. Let's wrap it up. I think we've had a good discussion. We've we've solved some things. We've brought some things to light, which is what we always like to do with this show. I I really hope people like come at me to, for this podcast. I, I'm I'm in a fighting mood. I'm ready to fight lazy. on the internet. Um, <laughs> I'm not lazy though. That, that was the you, whole point. Them. Like, come on, fight me, fight me on the no. internet. They got to spend all their effort on uh, hitting the like on button on what? Instagram. It's you know what? They, day for them. they can <sighs> like on Instagram, and they can do that at King Kaz Photo on Instagram. Well, you'll see. All of King Kaz's fantastic photography work. That's Instagram slash King Kaz photo. You can also check out the fantastic work by King Kaz Brandon Cooper on DKG Welp at twitch.tv slash drunkkidsgaming. Did I get that right, uh, we're, Kaz? We're, we're pimping Sports Oz and Ends nowadays. So, sportsozandends.com. Yes, yeah, sportsoddsandends.com with King Kaz and JVZ. They host a weekly sports show, the f- the show for the fly-by-night sports fan, for the sports stories that aren't always completely covered, uh, some major stories, some interesting stories, and some odd stories, King Kaz and JVZ, and absolutely no one else of any importance. You can go to sportsoddsandends.com to check that out. You can download it wherever all the other podcasts can be downloaded what else have you got Cass no that's it that's legitimately it I don't have energy for anything else you can follow King Kaz on Twitter at King Kaz K to the I to the N to the G K A Z at King Kaz on Twitter Kaz I want to thank you for being the dynamic content creator that you are that you continue to be, and that you have been for all these years. You are nothing short of stellar and phenomenal, and I appreciate you doing this podcast with me. And I hope you, it keeps going. You are my muse. That, that, that's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. You, you need a better muse. Nope. No, no, no. I, I insist you get a better muse. I insist. No. Nope. God, I'm I'm literally the worst. My magnum opus. No, no. This <laughs> this is this, God. See, this is what I'm talking about, Kaz. You need to strive for better. Than this, God. No, that's, never. That's been how many times have I been saying this on this podcast? Go, leave me behind to fade away into obscurity. Go do great things. Get that studio, Kaz. And then you can set up a Twitch studio in your photography studio so you can have whatever you want. Leave me to fade away into obscurity, Kaz. I want you to do amazing, awesome things. I've been saying that on this podcast for years. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna keep trying, everybody. I'm gonna keep trying to help Kaz explode. Haliujuku! Haliujuku, courtesy of the Rebelli.net podcast network with Petey Rave and King Kaz, where they cover East Asian music and pop culture and, and all sorts of cool stuff where they dress really, really well. It's all super fashionable and, and really, really hot and really, really sexy. All of them. That, that's Haliujuku. It's kpoppodcast.com, Kaz. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what show you're watching, though. The Haliujuku, the the one with 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 Kaz and and, and Petey. It's it's good. Everyone, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. And weren't you on uh, Record Breakers recently? You were on an episode of Record Breakers, right? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. What what album did did you did you bring to the Record Breakers? Uh, no, they brought me to uh, Paramore, which uh, is a joke because I would have brought that anyway. <laughs> Everybody, check out the Record Breakers podcast. Follow them on Twitter at 4RecordBreakers. Look for the episode where they brought King Kaz on to talk about Paramore. I know the, the kids are into Paramore. They're, they're an okay band. They're an okay band. They're all right. Ooh. Ooh. Kaz bought that, or he said he would have, because Kaz is a vanguard of fantastic content. And everyone should follow this man. He is brilliant. He is talented. He is funny. He is subversive. He is edgy. And and he's just uh, a gentleman of the highest order. I want everyone to follow <laughs> King Kaz on Twitter at King Kaz. I want everyone to follow twitch.tv slash drunkkidsgaming. I want everyone to keep hashtagging DKGWelp as often as possible. I want everyone to follow King Kaz and JVZ and listen to Sports Odds and Ends. It, it, the, the producer guy is kind of a joke that they could probably leave him behind and get somebody decent any time they wanted. But SportsOddsAndEnds.com, the show is, is quality sports talk podcast content with King Kaz and JVZ. It's great. And that's at sportsoddsandends.com. You can subscribe to it. You can listen to it on your smart device. You, you can do Alexa, Google Home, whatever. It's all there. It's all available. But if nothing else, dear listeners, if nothing else, this man, King Kaz, Brandon Cooper, is nothing short of a once-a-generation talent of internet content creation. So, Kaz, I want to thank you one more time for joining me on Two Nerdy Black Guys. I want to thank all of you for listening. Thank you for your listen. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your subscribe. Thank you for checking out DeltaJulietMike.com. And we'll talk to you next time.